0: Ms. Thirteen. Haven't really heard much about it, but certainly I think we will be hearing more about it. But it is uh, a question I ask: on How prominent is it in our gang landscape? And the name is not well known, but it is uh, the full name for it is Mara Salvatrucha, and it's commonly known as Ms. Thirteen. This is an international gang organization that originated in L.A. in the 80s, but uh, it has affiliates here. And now three are charged in connection with the attempt murder of a 65-year-old man who we've been talking about in the news since earlier this year. This is someone who was out walking his dog in Schaumburg, of all places, on a cold winter day. And it turns out he was a case of mistaken identity, but he was pumped full of bullets, this man. And he's, like, still uh, trying to recover. Police have now um, charged... Three suspected members of this um, alleged gang, MS-13, where they now face attempted murder charges. But uh, it got me thinking, how prominent are they on the scene? Marcel Wilson, former gang leader, founder of One by One Movement, joins us now. Thanks so much, Marcel, for joining us.
1: Hey, Alex, thank you for having me.
0: Not a new name, certainly. They've been around the scene. But how um, how prominent are they here in, in Toronto? And I guess I would say Toronto, Vancouver, but how I, I guess in Canada.
1: Uh, It's definitely not a new gang uh, when it comes to Canada. Um, I remember seeing their presence starting to creep into the country in the early 2000s. Um, So they are here and they have been here for quite some time, just not as strong or prevalent as they are in the U.S. and El Salvador.
0: I mean, the gangs we always hear the most about are the Crips and the Bloods. And so where does this particular um, organization fit into the landscape?
1: Um, Well, you know, they're they're quite the aggressive and violent gang. So a lot of the cartels uh, in in Central, South America have been using this gang for hits for quite some time. So that's sort of their bread and butter. So, I mean, it's something to be definitely be concerned about here in Canada if they start becoming larger in, in this country.
0: Do we know what their presence? I mean, you just got to look at the guys who are charged—not the not the nicest, not the kind of guys you'd want to be stopping by for some cookies and um, tea. But um, how much of an establishment have they been able to to put into place here? And are there uh, affiliations with any other current gangs that uh, have established themselves here in Toronto already?
1: Yeah. So from what we know, at the time when they were trying to make their way into Canada, there were some large. Uh, Latino-based gangs here that um, did not want their presence here for the reasons of, you know, they're, they're very large and structured and could easily take over uh, one's turf or industry. So at that time, there was a lot of pushback from the gangs, the existing gangs here in Canada that um, didn't want them here. Mm-hmm. Um, They've managed to stay alive and... Uh, continue to grow. So it's definitely something that our government should be keeping an eye on and uh, making sure that these guys don't get too taken out of hand as they are extremely violent and uh, dangerous.
0: Yeah, and and you say that and I say as if. Uh, We know that we generally are very reactive to these things and and we know that organized crime has just... uh, over the last few years, it's just spread across this country uh, like a cancer, and it's gone, I think, pretty unobstructive, and now we are seemingly waking up to the problems with it. And so do you know how they recruit, um, how they go around um, expanding their base? And do you see them, Marcel, um, emerging with any particular group that might be already established, giving them a greater presence?
1: I, I do, and I mean, that's, that's that's a very strong possibility that other uh, more Larger, established, organized crime groups would utilize guys like this because then you're one group removed from any um, from any crimes that have to be committed. Uh, they have a a process of recruitment where any young person who's interested can really just approach them, or they'll approach young people and they go through a process of uh, getting jumped in. Typically, that's where they get jumped by 13 uh, gang members for approximately three minutes. And once you have done that, you are a committed member for life. So we, don't, we definitely don't want to see this particular group um, becoming strong in, 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 in our country. It, it, very dangerous, very dangerous.
0: Well, it is, but, you know, they have been under the radar for so long. Uh, it, it does give pause for concern that, you know, they're not taking it seriously. And so... You know, at what point does it become uh, too late that they've already entrenched themselves? I mean, for for them to make it, this seems like a very careless mistake. I mean, if if they're um, you know, they're not a new group, but to to, to think that they would go to Schaumburg of all places, um, and, and mistakenly identify a sixty five year old uh, guy out walking his dog, um, it's a that's just not a small mistake. Not, not that they would care. I think he's probably just collateral damage. But but it it's they don't generally miss, do they?
1: Uh, typically, not this particular group um, they're, they're a little more structured than most of the gangs that you would see pop up here in, in in Toronto at the street level but I mean you know this this was definitely a huge mess up um, and you'd think you know there would be probably be some repercussions on on the on the side of the people who hired them to do this thing uh, now it's brought negative attention to it. And it was definitely something you wouldn't typically see from a group like this.
0: Right. Yeah, that, that's a massive, massive uh, a mistake. Um, and the accused, I assume, Marcel, I'm going to go on a limb here and think that they might be kept in for bail. Um, you know, I don't think they'd be letting these ones out for bail. But having said that, um, you know, they'll get back out at some point. I mean, attempt murder, um, you know, up there like manslaughter. These are not charges we generally would keep people in for anymore. And if you got convicted on it, you'd probably wears a badge of honor.
1: This is true, this is true, and, and, and I mean, it's scary. That's why I think, you know, it's good that we're having conversations about bail reform here and what that looks like and um, the ch- changes that obviously need to be made. But one thing that I also find quite concerning mm-hmm. is, you know, these were not young men. Right. These, these were these were older guys. The Six, points, uh, 30,
0: yeah, I'm looking at the
1: yeah, you know, so it's, it's it's not just young reckless dudes. These are these are grown guys making grown decisions. So, you know, we, we definitely have to keep our eye out. We keep a close watch on this particular organization.
0: Right, and just because these three that they um they've uh, laid charges against, just because they're incarcerated, it does not mean that they don't have others out there doing the 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 cleanup.
1: Oh, you can almost you can almost bet that there are more of them um and that these three guys are part of uh, something larger
0: yeah so we'll watch that but marcel you know it has been knock on wood fairly quietish on the gang front here in toronto and i don't know what that is we have a lot of major crimes certainly We've got a lot of violence and mental health illness but where is there a lull right now or what what seems to be going on
1: well i think the police have been cracking down um you know there's there's been a lot of shootings this year, a lot of investigations happening. A lot of pressure coming from the public. We have elections happening, which make yeah. you know, which add a little bit of pressure uh, to to clean things up. So I think all those factors are reasons you would see things slowing down. Because in the streets, you know, one one of the biggest problems we have combating would be the revenge killings right. or the revenge shootings, and there have been so many now that we can definitely expect more. One, because of the revenge, and two, because not enough is being down at the, done at the ground level uh, to address root cause issues. Um, there's not enough intervention happening. There's not enough prevention happening. There's not enough funding going to the right organizations in order to combat this thing properly.
0: Yeah, well, one day we'll wake up. I, hopefully it'll be before it's too late, but nonetheless, uh, keep fighting the good fight. Thanks so much, Marcel.
1: Thank you, thank you so much for having me.
0: That's Marcel Wilson, and he is with a group, uh, one by one movement. So he knows the scene, and he's certainly trying to do his part to clean it up and, um, you know, give back. So keep an eye on that one. I, I just, I, I hadn't, I didn't realize that they had established themselves quite as much as they had in this province, uh, let alone the country.